The following Truth Barista podcast is a High Beam Ministry production. My name is James Lavender. I pastor our church in Herndon, Virginia called Word of Grace Christian Church. 2008, I really started not feeling well. And by 2009, it came to a culmination and was in the doctor's office. He said, hey, James, you have MS. I was, I was in the hospital. I was using a walker. I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't feel anything from my waist down. At least it, it's like the Lord had a roadmap for me. I remember being at work one day. This was after I'd gotten out of the hospital and I was, you know, moving from one part of the building to the next. And just a pain hit. Multiple sclerosis kind of attacks your central nervous system. Well, it's your, it's your immune system attacking your central nervous system. And the pain of my nerve endings, which is everything was on fire. And I was there almost in tears. I say almost because I'm a man, men don't cry. <laughs> I was almost in tears. And one of the ladies walking down, she goes, are you all right? I go, I'm okay, I'm okay. But I was just reciting scriptures until it passed. So no matter what happened, it's just that foundation. And I have to attribute it to the Holy Spirit on the inside of me pushing me in that direction. Because your common sense, your quote unquote common sense would tell you, okay, read this or read that, read anything other than the Bible. But as far as I was concerned, every time the devil brought a thought to me, I said, I'm going to go to the Bible and read a healing scripture. Welcome to the Airzats Coffee Shop. This is Jay, your truth barista, and I'm serving up a steamy cup of God's truth for the average Joe. You can catch me and this podcast on my websites, truthbarista.com, all one word, truthbarista.com, and highbeamministry.com. That's H-I-G-H-B-E-A-M ministry.com, as in car high beam. We're shining the light of God's truth on the road ahead. Truth Barista, last week you introduced me to this great guy by the name of Carl, and he's, man, he's doing all kinds of stuff for ministry. But you also said there were some issues that he was dealing with in his personal life. And I think when people understand the full breadth of Carl's life, you'll absolutely realize that it's God through him that is doing most of this work that he's doing in ministry. Is Carl there with you now? Oh, yeah, I'm over at Carl Gertz's house today. K-A-R-L-G-E-R-T-Z. Remember, he wrote Uber God we ah, talked about. You can right. find it on Amazon. Yes. But yeah, he's an amazing guy. When I first met him, you know, you always kind of have that, oh, I feel sorry because, you know, he's dealing with these health issues. And he's just kind of looking at me like, here, it's like, you're such a schmo. <laughs> you know, you look at people and you, oh, you feel sorry for them. And then you find out what they're doing for God and you kind of start comparing <laughs> yourself to them going, man, I am totally worthless compared to this guy. And there are times when I felt like that. What? You kind of are. <laughs> oh, shush. <laughs> Did you hear that? He took a I shot kidding. at me there. Yeah, he deserves it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyway, I'm going to let him tell his story to you and you're going to be really amazed at what the Lord's doing. So take it away, Carl. All the candlelights, this is it. Hey Larry, it's good to hear you. People have said, and doctors told me that that I have MS, but it is unclaimed because I know that that is not the plan that Jesus has for me. I know that. 
I know it firsthand. I've I've seen God do amazing things in me and through me. And the thing that keeps pumping in my head right now is there's no excuses. It's like too many times I will sit there and try to make excuses. Oh, I can't do this because, or I can't do this because, or I really can't stand to be by Jay right now because his, <laughs> his breath is so... No, I'm kidding. He's, okay, that's it. Not, I'm, get, I'm grabbing a mint. Not bad. Yeah, two. Two, please. Two. Okay. But it really is about no excuses. Too many times we can find so many different excuses to not do something for God. And it's easy. And people will go, oh, that's okay. When I met Jay like seven years ago, and I was actually moving around pretty well then, I was walking just fine and could get in and out of his church pretty easily. But as time has progressed, I things have become more difficult for me. I have an electric wheelchair. I have friends who help me get around in you know my push chair. But I could sit there and I could say, I can't do this because I can't walk. I can't do this or do that or go shopping or, or do different things. But I can do that. You know what? I, I can still go into stores. I have friends who do a lot of the shopping for me. And, and I still drive. My left side works pretty well, but my right side doesn't work very well at all, which is it's pretty crazy when I was right-handed and now my right hand doesn't work very well. And think about it. Think about everything you do with your right hand or with your dominant hand and now change that. It seems like there's everything that we wipe, our noses or... I'll Every- stick with noses, okay? It's just you're, we're always adapting. But does that mean we need to stop serving God? It's like, you know what? I give praise to God because he gave me two hands. Where I I would always lift things with my right hand, now I'm lifting it with my left hand. When I'm, you know, I'm driving my car, I'm doing all the steering with my left hand and pushing the gas and the brake with my left foot. God always gives us a way. When we think it's, well, I can't do this anymore. It's like, no, I can do it. I can do it with my other foot. I can do it with, you know, a new way, but I can still serve him and honor him and glorify him in everything I do. And I never had a tattoo until I was 50. <gasps> At 50, I got a tattoo. What did it say? But, I am now 50? <laughs> yeah, yeah. what's it say? Are you 50 now? Because it's got to be 50 to hear this. Yeah, I think okay, we're all kind yeah. of in the 50 range okay, here yeah. or above. Yeah, something like that. 2 Corinthians 10.9 says, they will see his strength through my weakness. Wow. I mean, that's summarizing it. But basically, people will see how good God is. It might be hard for me. I might struggle, but I will persevere. I will do it because of him who lives inside of me. You know, it's a life verse. Someone told me, well, I have a life verse. And it was like, really? You know, I every day it could be a new verse for me. Because if I read something, I'll go, oh, that's exactly what I'm thinking or how I'm feeling. But I feel like that is my life verse. That mm-hmm. is the verse that says, you know what? When I am weak, he is strong. When I can't do it, he can. So with the stuff that's happened with my MS, and it's not my MS. I'm not claiming it. Sorry, I'm taking it back. And I take it back every day because there there are days when I have to take it back. I know I told Jay recently about, it's about a year and a half ago, I went out to Colorado. Andrew Womack has um, a college out there and he had a healing conference. I had spent most of the week out there and it was great. Met so many like-minded people who believe in the gifts and the power of the Holy Spirit. And it was just, it was like I was on a high, you know, it's like, it is so cool to be around so many people. And there was different people there. It was Audrey Mack and Todd White and Andrew and and all these people on that whole week, I must have heard it at least a hundred times, healing is for now, healing is for now, healing is for now, hearing it every day. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I'm going, man, I want my healing now. I want healing now. I want to, 
I want to have a perfect temple to serve God. And it's the last night Todd White is up speaking, and he's pretty awesome. I mean, I really like him. I've seen him on YouTube and stuff. But at some point, he said, I need people to test and see if there's any change, if there's anything going on that's different than what was going on before. And it's the last night of the conference, and I'm like, I got to I gotta give it a try. I got to go. And so I'm like in the very last row, but I got a chair or these row of chairs in front of me. I grabbed the seat, and I start to pull myself up, and I was like, healing is for now. I've got to go. I got to roll with this. I got to keep moving. And I pull myself up and I kind of move over towards the aisle and I start walking towards the front of the, the conference hall. And I take a couple steps and I'm not moving fast. But what I'm realizing is that I'm walking differently. You know, for most of 10 years, I don't walk normal. My, my right foot swings almost like in a half moon type motion. It's like it doesn't bend very well. But my knee is bending, and I'm going from heel to toe, heel to toe, and I'm not moving fast, but over the course of um, the next few moments, I'm moving a little bit faster, stepping the whole time, heel to toe, heel to toe. My friend walks up next to me, and she grabs my arm, and I'm walking normal. I'm walking like I haven't walked in 10 years, and I felt like God is giving me a glimpse of my healing. It's not a little conference. It's not a little tiny church. It's a big auditorium. And I'm walking towards the front. And then over the course of the week, I've met a lot of people because I really like to talk. <laughs> I get a big mouth sometimes, maybe too big. But there's people around me and they're cheering. They're seeing like what God is doing in my life. You know, it's nothing short of a miracle. And so I make it all the way to the front. And there's a lot of things going on. And there's other people who are experiencing healing. And it's like a frenzy. You know, there's different stuff going on. But I can't stop there. I can't stop there. I get to the front and I turn around and I said, you know what? If healing is for now, I'm going to walk all the way back up. It's a downhill walk. That's easier. But now I got to walk back. I got to walk back up through this auditorium. And so I start walking and I walk all the way up and I walk past my seat and I just keep walking. And I, I walk out all the way out into the parking lot. And it's like, you know, basically the conference was over, but it's like what God was doing in me and in my life and in my body was not over. And I knew from that moment right there that I was going to be healed. I was going to be healed because God loves me. So now we're going to like jump a year and a half later and I'm in my house. I'm in bed and I, it's like I fell asleep. And about an hour into my sleep, I have like this sudden, like I'm falling. I don't know if you've ever like, if you've ever had a falling dream, it's like it startles you, you know, it's like, whoa, you know, wide awake, and there's no way I'm going to fall back asleep. And I'm laying there. And it's like, I'm not falling asleep. And I'm actually getting frustrated. I said, you know, I'm going to pray, I'm just going to start praying and, and not not thinking about a year and a half before at all. But I'm laying there and I'm talking to God and I hear this Carl sit up. Wait a minute. How did you hear this? I mean, did you hear an audio? Over the radio. No. Over the radio. <laughs> it's the new God channel on Pandora. Yeah. So, dude, seriously, how did you hear this? I just felt like God was talking to me. And it wasn't, maybe it wasn't this overwhelming loud noise voice saying, Carl, get up. Carl, get up. That was the voice of God, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a good imitation. Sounds a yeah. lot like, you know, what I've heard. So I'm laying there and the, the part of this is I don't get up easy. Oftentimes when I'm getting up out of bed, I recently bought an adjustable bed because it's oftentimes difficult for me to get up. But I didn't hear Carl grab your remote and get up. I heard Carl sit up and 
what oftentimes would take me 10 minutes to sit up and get in bed and prop myself and work my way up. I sat up like I don't want to say like any normal person because I'm definitely not normal. <laughs> but I sat up, took me you know less than 10 seconds. I was sitting up perfectly with both my feet on the floor. And now I'm like, I'm moving to the point of being emotional because I don't sit up like that. And I knew I wasn't done. It's like God had more to show me in that moment. He said, get up and start walking. I wasn't in a this huge group of people where there's all these people cheering me and and telling me that go keep going keep moving it was me and god just me and god and boy, that's all you ever need is just me and god but i i got up i stood up out of my bed i did grab my cane but i i walked out of my room i walked down the hall i turned around i walked back to my room and then there was no way i was gonna fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> so then i just sat there and i was giving praise to god and and glorifying him and you know, it's like sometimes it's that's when we start speaking in tongues because we don't even know what to say because we know that he has a plan for us. He has a plan through our infirmities, through our brokenness, to the different things that want to say, oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. But God says, yes, you can, because I live inside of you and I'm pretty awesome. No, not pretty awesome. I'm super awesome. Uber awesome. Uber, Uber awesome. awesome. Above all. Isn't that amazing, Larry? Oh, I, you know something? I've got a nickname for him. It's called No Excuse Carl. And, you know, <laughs> I, I need to take a little break here, Truth Barista, because i got to, you know, wipe my eyes. I mean, that was a powerful, powerful testimony. So why don't we grab a fresh cup of coffee, and we'll be right back to talk with Carl some more. What makes The Truth Barista worth coming back to time and time again? We give you a podcast that's not stale or stuck in time with the irrelevance of the same old thing. Our media team quickly goes to the core of the issues of our day and brings a solidly biblical response. Join us for every episode at truthbarista.com. This is The Truth Barista, your link to how God defines our day. Wow. Those stories have just been resonating in my head because I've met so many people who appear to have these afflictions in life that have immobilized them. And I'm not just talking physical afflictions, Amazing Larry. I mean, I'm talking about people who just seem to, they say, I'm just too weak to do anything. I'm too small to do anything. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough ability. I don't have enough this. I don't have enough that. I can't do this. I can't do that kind of a thing. And then you see people who have really launched out into ministry in profound ways. And I'm not talking professional ministry. I'm talking about people who are really making an impact on the world. And the story is almost all the same with the people I've talked with. It's like, how did this happen? And they just basically said, well, God spoke to me or God shared. And he just says, get up and start doing. And then, you know, it's kind of like, but I'm too weak. You know, it's like Jeremiah, but I'm just a kid. It's the Jeremiah, the prophet in the Bible, but I'm just a kid. And God goes, uh, 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 don't let anybody say that you get up and you do what I tell you to do. Jeremiah was one of the most profound prophets in all of Israel. Why? Because the word of the Lord came to him. And then I see this in people's lives that God's word overcomes the weaknesses that we put before him. In fact, as you were saying that, Carl, it reminded me of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 here, and it's 26 where he says, brothers and sisters, consider your calling. 
Not many were wise from a human perspective, not many powerful, not many of noble birth. Instead, God has chosen what is foolish in the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God has chosen what is insignificant and despised in the world, what is viewed as nothing, to bring to nothing what is viewed as something, so that no one may boast in his presence. It is from him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became wisdom from God for us, our righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, in order that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. And just listening to Carl, I, that's all I'm hearing from you is, I, I know you're not a perfect man. I know you're not a saint. I mean, I've known you for seven years. I know the struggles you're going through and, and your life. And But it's just, a, you've just given your life over to the Lord, and the Lord is doing remarkable things through what the world would perceive as a very weak vessel. It's incredible. It should be an encouragement to anybody. And in fact, before we get done with this Skype call with Larry, I want you to join us in prayer. And I want you to pray for people out there who need a healing, who want to get doing something for God and think they're too weak to do anything or ill-equipped or whatever. You've got the experience. I want you to pray from that experience. I'm just so encouraged because I think we're so a professional society today in the church. Everything has to be just perfect and you have to have the right building and the right pedigree and the right degrees to be a minister. And I look at Carl and I go, no, that's not true. God uses the weaker things to confound the wise. And, and, and that's exactly what he's doing. And God is working through Carl every time he gets in that Uber or a car or when he's out feeding the homeless. This is really where the rubber meets the road. So you're an inspiration, Carl. You want more inspiration, get that book Uber God on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble. Give it a read through and be inspired. As Christians, we oftentimes, we say, oh, it's the word of God. And man, I just love the word of God. And we're super smart about knowing every verse. But I think, I don't think, I know. God says, believe my word. Believe that what I say is true. And know your identity in me. You are a perfect vessel. And things here on, on earth, they're supposed to be like they are in heaven. I mean, he tells us that. In earth as it is in heaven. We're not meant to be broken. We're meant to be healed, fixed, and to be out serving others and to giving him glory and honor in everything we do, regardless of our circumstances. Call it all joy, brother. Call it all joy. Even when when life stinks. That's how we were supposed to be. That's just how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to give honor and glory to him in all circumstances. And regardless of my personal situations, things that have happened, it's like, you know what? Man, God, I want to honor you. I'm going to show people how much I love you. And you are going to change the world through all of us because we love you and we believe in what you have for us. Carl, would you pray with Larry and I? I would be honored. Fairly honored. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I know you. Uh, <laughs> yep. Oh, Father God, we love you, Lord. We, we just thank you for loving us. We thank you for your word. We thank you that everything you've done for us from the very beginning of time, Lord, you've done because you love us. And in the end, that's what it's all about. You tell us too many times it's it's all about love. And we have to love you with all of our hearts through all circumstances. I just thank you for the opportunity to glorify you and to honor you in everything that I do and the things that I say here today, but in my car and everywhere I go. Because I love you and I know you love me. You've shown me things that are only possible through you because you love me and I believe you. Thank you for these men of God that I got to hang out with today. And I could sing of your love forever and it would never be enough. We just praise you and honor you. And I pray this all in the name of Jesus. 
Amen. Well, this has been a great couple of weeks, don't you think, Truth Barista? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's such an encouragement. Gives me a lot more to think about. So amazing, Larry. I'll see you shortly. I'm going to head back to the Erzatz Coffee Shop. All right. I'll bring those things you need, and uh, we'll talk about these things this afternoon. That's all, folks. I said, boy, I said you need to get those lips fixed. This is Jay, your Truth Barista. Thanks for listening to the Truth Barista podcast. The best way to find out when a new podcast drops is through RSS feed. Go to our website, look for the RSS button, press it, and then enter your email. You'll be notified when a new podcast drops. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.